Hi there, it's Dallas Travers. Thanks so much for tuning in. You are indeed listening to Coaches on a Mission, the podcast for values-driven coaches who want a business you're really proud of. The episode you're about to listen to was recorded before we changed the name of the show to Coaches on a Mission. So you're gonna hear a reference to the Six Figure Coach podcast. Never fear, you're totally in the right place. These episodes were just way too good to remove from our archive. So I hope you enjoy and thanks again for tuning in. The last time we had Talita Letterlow on the show, we talked about a big shift she made in her messaging as well as in her ideal client. Since then, Talita relaunched her signature program and she's back today to tell you all about it. So I want you to imagine your worst webinar nightmare because it probably happened to Talita. And yet the lessons that she gained from that experience plus the value that came from it They're just beyond expectation. So in case you're new to the show, welcome. I'm Dallas Travers, and the Six Figure Coach Podcast is the show to listen to if you're a coach and you want the freedom, impact, and confidence that comes with a six-figure business. Talita is a high-performance coach who helps purpose-driven high achievers get stronger and eat better to perform at their highest level every single day. Talita agreed to bring us all behind the scenes of her six-figure journey this year, and so far, it's been a really fun ride. So today's episode will not disappoint. Talita and I break down the highs and the lows of her webinars. We talk about the fears around raising her rates and the truth about raising her rates. Those are two very different things. Plus, we also discuss how we both suffer from a student syndrome and how that can sometimes be a problem. There's a lot to unpack, so let's get into it. Talita Letterlow, you are back. I'm so excited to fill everyone in on your launch. Yes, yes, yes. Right? All these takeaways, all these lessons. So before we dive in, let's just give people who might be new to the show a little bit of context. Can you tell us about your business, who you help, and what you do? Mm. And then fill us in on where we left off in the last episode. Yes, definitely. And so happy to be back. So yes, I am a high performance coach and I help purpose driven high achievers get stronger and eat better the plant powered athletes way so they can reach their personal, professional and fitness goals with confidence and lots of energy. (laughs) Great. Okay. So we had you on the show about a month and a half. It feels like 17 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) It was just the other day and it was a lifetime ago, but this year has just been about dialing things in for you. So can you fill everybody else in what we talked about last time and where we left things off and then we'll dive in and talk about your launch? Yes. So last time we were discussing the whole niche, I don't know, I want to say dilemma, but but (laughs) that I, I had gotten, you know, I really took it to heart and really got really niche down and we thought that actually might've been too niched. And that was preventing me from, you know, working with who I want to work with. So instead of focusing on what the person does, we shifted into, okay, we'll really describe the qualities of that person, the personality of the person. And so we got down to these high achievers who are competitive, ambitious, goal-oriented, structure-loving, values, prestige, 
and honing in on that. Yeah. Huge, huge shift. And so that was the focus that, that I had with marketing and, and launching yeah. the masterclass. Yeah. Great. So, because in the past you were really focusing on runners. Oh, yes. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. So we brought in, and part of the clue for us were, was that you were being invited and you still are to mm -hmm. guest teach in other communities. And these weren't communities of runners. Right. 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 So that was such a clue for us. Oh, maybe my niche is more about how my audience shows up, not what they show up doing. Doing. Yes. Yes. And those people who were inviting me into their communities, they would often talk about how much uh, respect they have for me and what I do as an athlete and how inspiring what I do and my goals as an athlete and then how they see it showing up in my work with people. And so that's what you tapped in on is bringing still like, I'm not getting rid of the athlete in me yeah. and the runner in me, but doesn't mean I have to be working with just runners, but yeah. bringing that to the, like you said, to the people that were focused on how they're, how they are or how yeah. they're showing up. Yeah. That's great. And yeah. then of course we talked about tripling your price. Right. <laughs> yes. Which I was personally like, I didn't have an issue necessarily saying it because I agreed. I knew it was priced too low, yet I was just still worried. Ooh, I don't know if how the people will respond to that. You know, <laughs> isn't it true? Even though it, if it feels completely aligned with your values and completely aligned with your heart and your mind and your soul and all the parts of you, it's a different thing when you have to find out what people think of it, right? Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. So I was thinking, okay, so I need to get what I assumed. And you obviously you, we can't assume anyone's pockets. Right. But I was like, okay, well, so I have to get inside of communities who I know have money <laughs> just to make sure right. when I say the price, it doesn't, it's like nothing to them. <laughs> but yeah. that doesn't, necessarily so meaning when i say that doesn't necessarily translate to who i'm looking to work with because i've met plenty of people with money who are not ambitious <laughs> who are not competitive necessarily who don't want to work at what they want who don't want <laughs> like they are fine with being comfortable yeah in their there's no judgment but they just they have a comfortable yep. life and they don't want anything more more than that so clearly that's not who I'm looking for. So that assumption in my mind, I was like, oop, that's not it. I, you know. <laughs> right. I have to go and speak at a bunch of country clubs now. Is that what you're doing? <laughs> right, 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 right. All right. So <laughs> it was the beginning, a couple of weeks ago, your cart closed, right? Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. the, your newest surge began. Yes. Let's start. We'll just straight out of the top. We'll share your results. And then there were a several really juicy lessons that we both learned in the process that I want to make sure we get to share with everyone. So how did the launch go? The, the launch itself was filled with... Question. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It was a roller coaster of emotions. But at the end, uh, the results, yeah. I have 12 surgers who in the program, who are very excited, very amped to get after it, to get after their goals. And let me see, half of them, yeah, half of them are returning surgers from previous seasons. Uh, and then six of them are new. Great. Six brand new people, mm -hmm. six returning. 
Nobody bought, like, no one fainted when you said the price. <laughs> right, right. For the launch itself, I think, if I recall right, you had 77 total people sign up for the webinars. Yes, which I thought I did. And now I'm looking at it. It says okay. 80, it says 81, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's probably like <laughs> you and you and. Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> so, yes, 77. That's right. Because yeah, I subtracted. Right. Yes. So if we take 12 and divide that by 77, your launch converted at almost 16%. Yes. Congratulations. Which at first I I thought I, th I was looking at the wrong numbers, but I was like, oh, I know it's supposed to be 10% and right now it's at 9%. But yes, that the final, final numbers. <laughs> yeah. And I really, I was working really, really hard, striving not to, you know, check numbers every single hour, but <laughs> yeah. because you're doing this thing in a new way. So you're like, how's it going? How's it going? How's it going? But, you know. Totally. And it's interesting because inside the club, right, we talk so much about data over yes. drama. And sometimes if we're not careful, the data can also turn into drama for us, right? <laughs> we can make yes. every number mean so many things. So Yes, um, true. So congratulations. Uh, this was also your highest revenue launch of Surge ever, right? Yes, it was. And it was a five. So yeah, I've had three seasons of Surge. This is the fourth and this is the highest revenue generating. Congratulations. Oh, thank yeah. you. So fun. And I think you'll agree with this. In terms of the results, the most fun element is who actually showed up. So we just talked about this adjustment we made with your audience. Walk everyone through what you shared with me in terms of the type of person who's coming forward into this program and how they're showing up. Uh, it's, <laughs> that is, yes, truly the most exciting part. And what did, you said two weeks ago, the cart closed. I've still been for a full week, every single day, I just was dancing in my seat <laughs> if I was at the computer. Because I send everyone a intake questionnaire. Um, yeah. So the program is already, you know, there's a blueprint. It's already laid out. But the intake form just informs me of any adjustments that need to happen based on, oh, who I've gotten in the program. Oh, that's interesting. I have seven people who are dealing with some back issues. I need to adjust this. This is an example of how I'm using the intake form. In past seasons, yeah, people fill out the intake form. But for the most part... They're just kind of straightforward, one-liner answers. Uh -huh. This go-round, this is just one example of, of how I can tell, oh, yeah. these, are, these are the right people and of who we were targeting. I've been reading paragraphs of answers to the intake form. So they're thorough. They're like, okay, let me really answer her question the way, you know, uh, not just, oh, I want to get in shape. Oh, I want to lose some weight. It's literally giving me the background of... Okay, I do, I want to do this. Here's where it's coming from. My experience with this. And I truly, really want this. Oh my God, this, <laughs> they're already engaged and we haven't even started, you know, yeah. the, so that was one example as I'm sitting down reading these intake questionnaires, I thought, oh, I'll read for 15 minutes and then move on. No, no, I, I was sitting there. Oh, wait, shoot. This is a half hour. <laughs> this is a longer thing because they are really giving it to me. They're, you know. Yes. And I love that, obviously, when someone's more engaged, they're more apt to do what it is I'm giving them to do. But it also keeps me on my toes, makes me show up the way I want to show up and more like, oh, wait, I really have to. What's the phrase beyond my or dot my eyes, cross my T's beyond yeah. my <laughs> A game yes, as well. And I love that right. that feeling. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, it's, I mean, this is not even a metaphor. It's a direct correlation. You increase the price, so the investment is literally higher and people are showing up. They're meeting that level of investment mm-hmm. from the jump. <laughs> yes, yes, 100%. Really cool. And then once the program actually started, so we're a weekend, we started it last week, the energy in the, on the, in the room on Zoom is different too. Of course, in the past, we've had a few people who are, are the right people, but as a collective, as a group, it's just the bar is raised so much higher and the energy is there. The support of each other and, and them not even knowing each other that well yet right. is there. And um, on Zoom. Uh, right. Right. It's hard. <laughs> you have to really like put effort in to support mm. each other on Zoom. So yes. that's really cool. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Asking great questions. Asking mm-hmm. questions is to me a signs that mm-hmm. they want to know, not, they want to know more, not just know more. Like they're not asking me, like, what's the technical definition of, you know, the metabolic system? They want to know, okay, what we're doing. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So how is this related to what it is I want to do? Oh, what's the difference between that hip bridge we did yesterday versus the one we did today? Or what's the, you know, just right. they want to understand. And yes. that's, again, another level of engagement. I love that. All in. <laughs> They're all in. All right. So is it true that everyone who signed up for your program is a millionaire? Oh, no. <laughs> right. No, not at all. There's a, a range, actually, of people uh-huh. in there. Um, and I had one serger who, who I know is, it's not rich, it's not poor, it's just yeah. a normal person, but who doesn't just have $1,500 laying around like, hmm, what should I spend this on today? And so he told me that because this is important to him, the goals that he has for himself uh, and health and the the not just fitness and health goals, but his life goals that he has for himself, which is a big part of this. And he could tell in the masterclass how I directly correlate this uh, training to the big life goals he knew, okay, this is the program for me. How am I going to make it happen? Yeah. So that's another another characteristic of a high achiever or a high performer. You thinking how to make this work. You taking yeah. this next step, you know? And so he said, all right, I'm in. I love this. I'm in. I'm going to invest in this. But you best believe I'm going to be at every single session live. I'm going to do every single thing that you ask me to do because of this investment and yeah he's not close like anywhere close to having a million dollars in his bank account yeah yeah but he saw the value in himself and saw this as the perfect vehicle yes lean into that value yeah Yeah. so great great okay so what's the takeaway around pricing here if we had to nutshell it for our listeners i'll think too well i always agree when I've heard you say it's not about yeah, it's I said what you're worth. Your worth that- yeah. It's not about that, but it's knowing, because I remember we spoke about in the last episode that I knew my price was too low, Yeah, but I, I didn't know how high or like, <laughs> I don't, I never know where the cutoff is. Yeah. So really I think my takeaway is, well, if you, you acknowledge all that's going into a program and 
the value and when I say value of value of it as it relates to the result of what what a person who's going to be in it will get and really what that means and what that's worth and kind of feel into it (laughs) and then you set this number Mm -hmm. it's all about testing and going back to like you said data over drama we'll we'll see if that (laughs) you know but I think that's my initial yeah kind of takeaway even though and we and we said it a little earlier even though I knew it was too low and so saying this new tripled price to me felt fine but still not you know being uncomfortable to go there if it's a little uncomfortable that's probably the right right way to go Yeah. yeah absolutely and what's coming up for me as I'm listening to you is our prices are not a fee Right. Mm. It's not what we're char- if we related to them as an invitation, right? Mm. That are a true reflection of how you want people to show up. Mm-hmm. I think that can be another good a good angle into determining your prices. Definitely. Yeah. That's yeah, definitely. Which I'm thinking of one of our fellow six figure coach clubbers, our money mentor. She might not be the only money coach in there, but one of our yeah. resident money mentors has told me in the past about like wasting money. Mm. If you spend $20 on something and not use the thing, whatever you purchased, or $20,000 on something and to not use the thing, you're wasting money in either case. Yeah. However, the energy of the $20,000, you got to think a little like more about not using it because you invested that much in it. And so again, yes, you showing up hopefully in a different way than the $20. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's easy. That's uh, here you go. $20. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It must not be that worth it cuz $20 is is easy to waste, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about the drama. <laughs> drama. Oh. Let's talk about your webinars. Oh my right. god. <laughs> um, right. I'm going to give I'm going to give everyone a little bit of context. This is such a juicy story everybody. So like Stop doing your dishes or whatever else you're doing and turn up the volume here and do not miss a moment of this because it's such a good lesson. But context, (laughs) inside the Six Figure Coach Club, I teach something I call the foolproof webinar formula and it is A to Z, step by step, exactly how to craft a webinar that converts. And I will tell you the formula really works and I think a potential weakness in the formula is that it's so specifically delivered and so thoroughly thought out and so proven that it's easy to trust the formula more than you trust yourself. And that is, let's never a boat I want to get in, right? And so like, we're going to get to that piece a little bit later, but I wanted to just throw that out there for our club members who are listening, but also for our listeners, because I think all of the the journey you were on with the webinar itself was such a lesson in showing up fully, being the way to do things right, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) instead of getting an A plus in class. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. (laughs) Let's start with the Tuesday webinar. (laughs) (laughs) I just, if any universal, that whole thing, when when you say (laughs) the universe or God or, you know, what your thing is, doesn't give you more than you can handle. Uh And I would have, I would have been like, nope, not (laughs) because Tuesday was so, (laughs) but after the fact, I was like, okay, maybe you're right. Uh I I handled it. But so 
Tuesday, okay. 20 minutes before the class. Yeah. I'm just, I'm on the computer, making, testing out. Everything's here, here. And no, everything is not here, here. Nothing was working, meaning the link to, like, I'm going to invite them into my program. Here's the link to sign up. Link not working. Okay. So the purchase link was not working. Yes. Yes. Right. So no one could actually, actually sign up. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Good. Good. And my actual webinar slides, slideshow or slide deck just kept, every time I would pull it up and then start to scroll through it, disappearing. It kept, (laughs) wait, what what are you doing? What are you doing? (laughs) And so I then X'd out, brought everything back in. Oh, let me try this again. Brought everything up. No, link not working, slides not working. Okay, let me turn off the computer and turn it back on again. <laughs> link not working, slides not working. And then I literally start shaking. Yeah. Because now we're 15 minutes away. Now we're 10 minutes. Now we're five minutes away. And I said, eternal, eternal. I don't, I don't, what am I supposed to do? I don't know what to do. I and I am literally shaking. Eternal, everybody, is Talita's partner. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> And what's great, I mean, this is not <laughs> this is not an episode about endorsing eternal, but one thing I do want to <laughs> quickly say is that I'm glad he was there. He's a person who just goes into solution mode right away mm-hmm. and starts like, oh, well, why don't you, duh, duh, duh. well, just tell them or why don't you blah, 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 you know, which is great just to, okay, calm down and think what are the, you know, real solutions here. And of course... I'm going to tell them, but my thing was really the thing why I was shaking two reasons, putting all this work into something over the last six weeks. <laughs> like you are, can't possibly be telling me all of that work is just, no, not is out of, wasn't worth it. Like just thrown out the window. But the second thing is because people took the time yes. to sign up and block out this hour of their day to show up here and listen to me. Yeah. That I don't take that lightly. Mm-hmm. And for me to show up sloppily, like even let's say the webinar, the slide and stuff was working, the sign up link wasn't. I just felt that was sloppy to be like, well, here's where you go sign up, but you can't go yet. I'll send it to you later. Like that just feels. <laughs> but trust me, the course will be great. I totally know what I'm doing. <laughs> right, right. Right. Yes. Right. Totally. But the slide's not working. I just, I said, okay, well, here's. The solution before I got on, we agreed that, okay, I'm going to tell them what happened. Obviously, apologize for that and offer a makeup class. Mm-hmm. Since I had already, I previously said there's no replays and all of that kind of stuff. But again, I'm, I want to acknowledge that you showed up and that you took the time. So I would love to offer you a makeup class and all that stuff. So I said, okay, I calmed down. Yeah. I stopped shaking. I said, I can say that. I still, you know, what if someone unmutes themselves and like, F this. I can't believe, you know, whatever. I knew it. I knew it all along, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't think the majority of the people out there are not like that, but I was like, oh, this is not going to, you know. I just feel so vulnerable. Yeah. Right. We're coaches because we care about helping others and we want to, we want to put our best face and forward all the time. And so to be in a situation, I know for me, that was out of my control, Mm -hmm. That's so super, so super vulnerable. 
Yes. Yeah. yes. Okay, so you showed up and you said, here's what's happening. Yes. <laughs> Were you thinking that you would just then say, so goodbye, I'll see you yes. in the replay? Okay, that was the plan. Yes, okay. that is exactly what I thought. And that is not what happened. Such a buzzkill, can you imagine? Bye, <laughs> and you yes. just stay there for the whole hour for the people who come late. <laughs> right, exactly. Okay. <laughs> exactly. So what ended up happening, I, I say all of that, and you could see people were like, oh, no. And in the comments, like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. So it was nothing but support. There was no one who was like, oh, this is <laughs> ridiculous. Um, so that that was great. But as I was even tell, even though I had calmed down before, as I started telling them the story, I start shaking again. And of yeah. course, and my voice is trembling. And then in the comments, someone asks, well, you know, apology or supporting me and all that, but then saying, well, is it okay if maybe we all share why we showed, like why we signed up in the first place and just kind of discuss our goals? Oh my God, you're talking to the hashtag gold digger. Of course, right. I would love to talk about your goals, but I had, I didn't think that right. that would be a possibility since I have already disappointed and not come with what you came to Right. It's almost like you got tunnel vision, which I would have done the same thing. Like, I know yes. what we're here to do, which is for me to share my slides and for me to teach the class. And if we can't do that, then we'll just like, there's one option, which is, <laughs> right. right, which is to do it later. So, okay. Right. right. And I, so that caught me off guard, but yeah. in a great way. Oh, well, sure. Yeah, of course. So she, and a couple of people said, oh yeah, that would be great. Okay. So she unmutes herself and starts to talk about what was the impetus to for her to sign up. And she's been observing me and for a while and in her own journey felt that this, she just felt connected to me and this was the right place to be, wanted to learn more. Specifically, she said, and I really want to learn more about your program and how I can work with you. Like, will you please, please <laughs> sign up for your program? <laughs> right. Oh my goodness. That's, it couldn't have gone any better than that. He was and a then, total plant. That was right. your plan all over, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. right. So, then the, so the Tuesday webinar ended up just being a, like a group conversation about goals and intentions and about why they're drawn to this program, right? Yes. Yes. And we were on there for an hour and 10 minutes. Wow. The full <laughs> time. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. It was great. And okay, but people still couldn't sign up. So what what did you do? Oh, right. <laughs> exactly. So I emailed them later that day just to confirm because they did still agree, even though that was a great conversation. They still accepted my invitation to do a full makeup yeah. for the actual uh, webinar. Um, so I emailed all of those people who showed up uh, later that day to confirm this same day next week and mm -hmm. same time and Oh, and make sure they knew about the fast action bonus that you are still yeah. uh, will be eligible for. And I will go ahead and, you know, obviously put you on that list for the next for next week. So that's how that ended. Okay. And I got a few, you know, writing back, like, thank you so much. It was a great conversation earlier today, <laughs> you know, all of that. <laughs> and I'm even more excited <laughs> to come next week, like to see Amazing. the actual. But the thing about that is that you mentioned it to me a friend a good friend of mine mentioned it to me that it was proof though that i could still give great value mm -hmm. without having all the things <laughs> without having this um, perfectly planned out yeah. webinar that 
was supposed to happen, but it was still of great value. People left like feeling good. And so that, and I felt good at the end, like total opposite of going into it, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And it just gets me thinking that I think for some of us, we go into, okay, I'm launching. So now I'm going to be in my launch mode. And we're more aware of the content that we're putting out and more strategic all around when the launch is just one blip in your whole marketing infrastructure. Mm. And all of those people were there, Talita, because of how you show up in the world and in your business and on Instagram and whatever else it is you're doing in your business. That's really why they were there. Mm. And that's why they stayed. And that's why they came back a, a week later. So I think it's important for all of us to remember that people are watching all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So it matters all the time how we show up and how we lead. Yes. Not just when it's time to sell. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Turn it on and off. Okay. Definitely. Oh, so so now, that was the webinar gone wrong. Yes. <laughs> and I said to them, I will be spending the rest of today figuring yeah. out what went wrong and all of that and make sure it's right. You know? Yeah. A takeaway for all of our listeners like prepare for the best and prepare for the worst, meaning it's valuable to have a backup plan, right? So so what is the plan if I, if I can't get my screen to work? Or like if we have tech issues, what is the plan? Yeah. So that we can think through it when the stakes aren't high and our emotions aren't through the roof and we're sweating like crazy, <laughs> yeah. right? Oh, yes, my armpits were sw- I forgot yeah. to say that okay. way more than they've right. ever been. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. And it's just, we learned this through doing. I remember another client, uh, he had a webinar launch. And when you're on Zoom screen sharing, you can't see the chat, right? So he screen sharing and had no idea that there was a small but loud cohort of people basically trash talking him in the chat, the whole class. Oh, wow. Yeah. And... They hadn't thought that people would be assholes like that, right? And so they didn't have a plan. So his assistant who was there was kind of paralyzed, like didn't really feel empowered to do anything about it. And long story short, it was a good lesson, right? Like how do I prepare my team to act if tech issues happen or if something unexpected shows up in the chat? Like what is the plan here? Um, So it's just something when we're in a launch to just – Take a breath and think about uh, the, the support system you want to have in place in case things don't go the way you expect. Mm. Okay. Great. Yeah, that's a great. <laughs> like, thanks for telling me now. <laughs> thanks for telling me that after, Dallas. That's very helpful. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So why don't we take a quick break and then we'll come back and then we'll talk about the launch where you followed all the rules and it all worked and what happened there. So, all right, everybody, we'll be back in a moment. The most common and most dangerous question other coaches ask me is this, what more should I be doing? This question, it keeps you stuck scrambling every month to find more clients, throwing a launch together at the very last minute, or just trying to put together some semblance of a business strategy from all the free stuff you can find online. So instead of asking, what more should I be doing? The real question here is, how can I do less? Or where can I go deeper? 
These are the questions we'll tackle inside a brand new class for coaches called the Coach Class. So if you're tired of winging it, second guessing yourself at every turn, or working way too hard to keep your business running, the Coach Class could just change your life. Go to watchthecoachclass.com right now to grab your free spot inside this special webinar. You know, there is an easier path to six figures and the coach class will show it to you. Registration is open this week. So again, the URL is watchthecoachclass.com. I will see you over there. Okay, welcome back to Lita. We're on, you did three webinars. We're on the second one, right? Yes. The first one was a disaster. It was a beautiful disaster. It kind of yes. couldn't have gone better, right? Yes, great way to put that, yes. And so what happened on Thursday? So Thursday was the one I had gotten everything working and triple, double, quadruple, quintuple, whatever the words checked on <laughs> Wednesday and then earlier Thursday. And it that to me was the true disaster. But, well, no, I guess you could call it, like you said, it, it was... Uh, blessing in disguise, both of these Tuesday, Thursday, everything was working. I had every single slide ready. Link was fine. And I, I felt the worst or the most awkward I've ever felt. And the most, not me that I've ever felt. The slides themselves were distracting me. And I, to make sure, you know, okay, I, I make my notes where I move a slide to make sure I'm on this slide when I'm doing talking about this thing. And, oh, wait, I want to check to see if people have questions or, or um, not questions, but if there are, if they are answering my questions. Yeah. And we've talked about that one of the things that's important in my community or for people to invest in anything that I'm sharing is to have an experience with me. Mm-hmm. And in the moment I was like, this is not an experience with me it, or it's not a great experience with me because I feel so awkward. And if I'm feeling this way, I don't know how in the world they must be feeling watching this. Yes. And it just, as it went on and as it went on, I was less, I mean, I did, I still brought my energy, but I was less like wanting to invite them <laughs> into the program. I did, but I was shocked, really, when one person in that call did sign up. I was like, really? I I, I was was so shocked. (laughs) Did you just come at the end? Because. (laughs) Right, right, right. Okay, so my takeaway on this one was because you ticked all the boxes. You followed the foolproof formula, foolproof webinar formula. You air quotes here, you did it right. Yes. And setting the goal to do it right took you out of doing you. Yes. Yeah. 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 Good. Even, Good. even, and in, and in the moment I was even attempting to speak like me, I mean, I was talking like me, but I was like, how can I, I was attempting to make adjustments and that just made it even more awkward. How right. can I be more me? Let me, di- nope. Yeah. Just, <laughs> it was yeah. so not. <laughs> that, that train had left the station, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about this because I think that you are not alone. I actually, all last year made this mistake of like, of being the A plus student <laughs> instead of finding and living in that balance between learning something new, getting the most out of it, giving it a full try yeah. and following my own intuition and and using my own strengths. Because it sounds like if we were to just nutshell it, that's what happened. 
right? Yes. Like, oh, I, I, I preach slides, you made slides, we're using slides, and that wasn't really you. And again, sometimes we don't know that until we do it, right? So right. Isn't right. it fun to just learn in public? Right, right. <laughs> what are your thoughts around that? Or what did you learn from this that you can apply so that you know when when to really listen to yourself because it's your inspiration speaking versus your fear or... Right. Well, it's all... My initial response to that would be that it's all about discomfort, meaning if there's something nagging at me and it's making me uncomfortable, I know that this must not be it. This is not Mm -hmm. the right choice or whatever. Because I'm so into making decisions based on values because your values are the thing that makes those decisions happen much smoother. It doesn't make things easy. It just makes it smoother. There's less friction when you make a decision through your values. So if I'm feeling lots of friction, then that is a sign to me. Okay, this isn't, nope, this isn't right. Or if I'm trying too hard. That was what I was going to (laughs) say. Yeah, because, and that doesn't mean things won't be hard. But if you're just putting so much like effort and forcing things to do it, to make it work. It, uh, this isn't it either. Mm-hmm. So being in tune with that to me um, shows the difference between, okay, this isn't either my values or this isn't me versus a fear. Because on the other, the flip side of that, okay. I do feel there should be some discomfort when you are like showing up bigger. Yeah. There is a discomfort there. These are just different types of discomfort. One of them is almost internal right? Mm -hmm. When there's that values rub and Mm -hmm. the other has an external element to it. Mm, Yes. Yes. This is maybe this will, people will resonate with this, but like my daughter Farina, if she sees green on her plate, she does not like it. Right? Like she, it's really hard to get her to eat vegetables. And I know that if she'll just try it, she will love it. It happens all the time. It happened just a couple weeks ago with pot pie. It's like, no, no, thank you. (laughs) Disgusting. And I said, (laughs) <laughs> like close your eyes and just take a bite and tell, and then, oh, this is really good. <laughs> and it's funny, she actually ate it with her eyes closed, which is hilarious <laughs> to me. But there's that, like, I, that looks foreign or hard or misaligned. I don't want, I'm uncomfortable versus tasting the pot pie. And no, actually, I don't like how this tastes. Yes, right? yes, <laughs> definitely. So I don't know if, if you know the answer to this question, but Looking back, when you were creating the slides, was there friction or was this something that you would only really uncover by delivering a webinar with slides? Mm, that's interesting. So, no. Well, well the only friction Other actually- Other than my name at how many slides <laughs> you have had to make, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. I was, I was surprised. I was like, oh, is it supposed to be this many slides? I don't know. <laughs> no, the only thing that came up was- not that the the slides themselves weren't me, but there was something missing. Uh-huh. I was like, I don't think that having a sit down webinar where I'm just, I'm only talking and showing slides is an alignment with what I'm going to be doing in the program right. anyway. Yeah. Right. So I thought, okay, part of this has to be some, there has to be some movement element to this. Mm-hmm. But but the slides themselves, no, it, it actually didn't during making them. Yeah. Because as you are creating the tree and creating the leaves, 
that felt it, like it just made sense. I was like, yes, yes. All of that made sense. Yeah. But you can still, what I realized later after, you know, one of the lessons after we get through all of this is, well, yeah, I can still create the tree and the branches and the leaves, but they don't have to just be in this slide format. Yeah. The layout, the formula of the foolproof webinar formula still is, yes, the perfect is a perfect formula, but how you express it, how it's executed, doesn't have to necessarily be slide form. And that is checking in with who I am and what the program that I'm enrolling into, if those, if that makes sense. So yeah, to answer your question, no, during the making of them, there wasn't much friction. (laughs) Yeah. So that's just reinforcing a lesson I've, I learn over and over again, which is we learn by doing. So, and for me, I get my biggest lessons and my biggest wins come out of my biggest mistakes. Mm, mm. Right? So, yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and just one more thing I want to say about that the, and I guess it's hard to, but it's, I guess, the friction maybe again. Knowing that I do have, and this is, I think I mentioned to you, ugh, story of my life. So, why are you still not getting it? <laughs> that for a long time, I do have good, pretty good instincts or good ideas. And yet I have that, like you said, the, the A student syndrome, but also the, this authority, I don't know if complex would be the right term, but someone who I respect and I value their expertise mm-hmm. that has shown up in my whole life too. So with coaches, so me as an athlete and all of my coaches, I'm learning from them. They're coaching me to get better at the thing that I'm doing. And so why would I question that? Right. That has happened so often. And, but when I finally do speak up, that's when magic happened. Yeah. So what, if, if I, I, if this has happened so many times to Lita, why are you still not getting it? That it isn't about authority and this person knows better necessarily, or they have a different experience mm-hmm. that you're learning from and you have to mix that with what you know. Yeah. Period. And so- yeah. I was, it made, I was mad at myself for now, but. <laughs> yeah, I, I have uh, a student syndrome too. And I, and it manifests exactly the same way, which is wanting so much to do it right that I stop listening to myself. Mm, yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we'll kind of fast track it here, which brought us to the third webinar, which was the one that felt great. You had some slides, but it was mainly you connecting to the audience. There was movement happening. This was yes. you. Yes. This was a Toledified webinar. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, definitely. Definitely. It was, yeah. And, and during it, there was no discomfort. Like it was when people talk about being in flow, that was in flow. It was just... Yeah. It was so, I enjoyed doing it. <laughs> like that's, that, that should be the most important. Yes, you want to relay the information you want to relay. Yes, you want people to get a lot out of it. You yourself need to enjoy it too. And I right. so enjoyed it. And, but I'm trying to think now, which webinar had Converted. the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to know. I actually think, well, yeah, it was the first and third one. Yeah. Yes. The first and third. So the first one, meaning just the conversation with the group of people. Right. I want to say if I remember one, two, three, four, five people that were on there purchased. Five out of the six new people or five out of the 12? 
Oh, five out of the 12. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, um, don't say that because now the less the takeaway is nobody do the foolproof webinar formula. Right. <laughs> Get on Zoom and talk. <laughs> okay. So five of your new students now were from that first experience where what they had was a real connection with you. Mm-hmm. Great. And then the- one from the crappy webinar with all the slides. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And then Saturday, ooh. I want to say maybe, mm, oh, I don't remember. I want to say it was two, but I don't remember exactly. But Okay, so something to look at will be not just the numbers, but the conversion rate, because you may have had the lowest number of attendees on that third one. Oh, right. Right, so you want to look at your conversion rate rather than just your numbers. Got right? it, got it. And then okay. the, the makeup class, even though everyone was excited and wanted to do it, they actually – some some people emailed me and realized, oh, I wouldn't be able to make it and yeah. things like that. So it, it wasn't as many from the original first day, but still, it was still good. It was yeah. good. <laughs> okay. So as we wrap up here, I want to share my takeaways and then I want to hear yours. So takeaway number one was our price. it's okay to raise your price and call people forward in a bigger way. Yes. The right people will accept that invitation. Yes. Number two, niching by characteristics and qualities is a thing. Yes. (laughs) It's so liberating. And then number three, we're not going to get it right the first time. So have a contingency plan. And even though so much feels like it's riding on our launches, ultimately remember it's just a learning experience. And the goal is to get better every time. Yes, definitely. Definitely. What about you? What if you were to impart some wisdom as we wrap up here? What would what are your big takeaways? The not that it's not that well, don't compartmentalize. So meaning mm. your values work is not just personal to you. It crosses over in everything you do, even in launch mode, even in every everywhere. So don't separate the two. And listen to that deep inner voice when it's like, mm. you know I need to I need to bring something else needs to be you know and I know I mean people hear this all the time as far as trusting yourself but that is for sure trusting myself that again not that I am uh, better than or know more than the person who's teaching me it's truly because I I love love learning and I love I'm curious and I love you know trying on these new ways and new things that does not mean taking myself out of the equation mm-hmm. so mixing you know mixing the two what you're learning and who you are that's just so important yeah. I mean and you say it all the time and maybe people and even though people hear it all the time maybe they're not getting it yet, but eat the fish, spit out the bones. You say it all the time, but this is an example, I think, of that. Yes. I'm eat, you're eating this meaty fish that is the foolproof webinar formula. However, mm, spit out those couple of bones that, ooh, that one, that didn't, that didn't feel right. <laughs> so I'm going to add this thing. Yeah. But yeah, trust yourself. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. That's so brilliant. So here's the good news for all of our listeners. Talita is going to come back because what we uncovered here was a, I don't even like calling it a problem. Uh, it's a seizable opportunity rather than a solvable problem. You hit all of your metrics, right? We didn't get into a conversation around that. There might be some work to do around your 
a registration page conversion rate, but your attendance was on point. Your conversion rate was six, almost 16%. Now it's just a, you're attracting in dream clients. Now it's just a top of funnel conversation, list building, how to bring more of those people into your world. So next time you launch, instead of having 77 people sign up for your webinar, it's 177 or 777. (laughs) So in our work together, we've already started. We're working on a juicy lead magnet. And so when we bring you back, we'll fill everyone in on how your list building efforts are are paying off or not, we will see. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm just impressed. I'm impressed with how you show up. I loved hearing every minute of these stories. That's just so, (laughs) I love learning from your pain and your mistakes. So thanks for coming on the show. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me again. Yeah, it's been great. This is, I'm riding on the high of that. Mm. Well, the roller coaster that was the launch, but the end result of it really riding on that high it just really makes you now have higher, even higher standards for myself. I mean, I have high standards already, but I'm like seeing that, oh, I could handle that. And I got through all of that yeah. and had a great result. Oh, I'm showing up in a bigger way now yeah. moving forward. So thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> That's so exciting. All right. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Have a great week. We will see you next Sunday. Thanks for tuning in to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and review the show. That's really the best way to show your support. Now, if your goal is to build a six-figure coaching business and you need a simple system to get there, I would love to invite you to join us inside the Six Figure Coach Club. I'm so proud of the community we've built there. Plus, the mentorship and training you'll receive is truly unmatched. Now, the first step to joining us is to actually watch the coach class. That way you can see how my approach to six figures can work for your business. And from there, you can apply to join us inside the club. So go to watchthecoachclass.com now to learn more about how I can help you reach your business goals inside the Six Figure Coach Club. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll see you next week.